Stoked to be the Stokes with Brian and Ariana. It's about to get real, you better believe me. Just got married trying to make it through life, see? With perfect honesty and respect, we'll get through anything. Stoked to be the Stokes, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoke to be the Stokes. I am your host, Brian Lamar Stokes. <laughs> what that made me the co-host? <laughs> hey, y'all. Miss <laughs> Ariana Stokes. <laughs> you ain't never said it like that. I, I wanted to switch I up again. I am your host. <laughs> well, we, we are your host, Brian Lamar Stokes and Ariana Stokes. <laughs> I said, Bruh. I'm sorry. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoked to Be the Stokes with Brian Lamar Stokes. And Ariana Stokes. <laughs> you this, got it. This episode is titled Mom. Or is it called Mom, something else? You know I love you. Uh, girl, you that's like so whack. That's you, so whack. That that's before? whack. That's whack. This working episode is title. called Working Title, but it's going to be called Mom. Because easy. Wait, don't make that face. I don't care. Listen. All right. We know Mother's Day, you know, just passed. I hope that everybody called their mama whether you liked her, whether you like her or not. Should have called her, you know? Uh, sent her some love. Okay. I shouldn't have said that. I'm just trying to think of a better title because we don't even All right. Working title. Song. It's fine. Working, working title. title. Working title. Why don't you have your headphones on? You don't care Do today? Need- no. You would tell me if it was peaking. Oh, okay. That's no problem then. I feel more Anyhow, scared. you know, we're going to talk today about our mothers. And what did you say we're going to talk about? Five, five things. biggest lessons that, that they taught us. From yeah. our mothers. Now, usually you, when we start off the show, we, we do, uh, what's it called? Something okay. to chew on. We're just going to give you guys another update. As you guys know from our last episode, yes. uh, if I'm too loud, you could take off them headphones yeah, because this is good sound. Off. Then take them off. Okay, Clearly, you don't off. need it. All right. Ooh, you and your Have a great day. Tonight, Have a great you? day. Okay. All right. Uh, we just going to give you all an update instead of... <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> instead of um, there's something to chew on. So, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Well, a, a prelude to the update. In case you didn't get a chance to listen last week, we talked about um, you know, being in the middle, right? So we talked about the transitions yeah. we've been going through over the past month or so as we relocated out of LA. We got, you know, I got a new job. So we moved and um, new place, new city, new job. And, you know, Brian mentioned that, you know, he was adjusting to searching for a job and what that felt like. Okay, so update, update, go ahead. I got a job. He got a job. I got a job. No, really, I got a new job. Woo! Uh, within social work, within my degree. And you know, it's it's like such a blessing. Like, I feel like it's been like forever, like trying to like find like a job, you know, here in, you know, even before we moved, he was still kind of looking searching for something else, but now it's ready to upgrade. Yeah. But I think that it's, uh, super dope that it happened within like two weeks when we moving here, like looking for something. Um, one blessing is that, um, I'm on salary. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Nice. Second blessing. Working overtime, it is like literally the most money I've ever made <laughs> in my entire life uh, with a job. Don't ask me for nothing because we got these bills say, and loan to catch up loud. on. I, I'm just saying. Run up, get, but up, it, it's son. definitely it's got like a blessing. And third, now I know some of y'all might be too young to understand and that's okay. But we we love we we about um, our health insurance over here and taking oh, yes. care of ourselves. And you know my job, you know they giving us Kaiser, and we love that good old Kaiser yes. Permanente <laughs> Platinum Plan. That's what <laughs> that's what we love. 
Uh, so it's cool. Uh, I met the people. They were super cool. They called this morning, actually. And yes. it was just like a nice way like to, to work, work up. Out. And I still went to an interview that I had today. Yes. And I was like, oh, but this could be a better job. I went in there. They said, we giving you this amount. I said, oh, okay. I guess I guess the conversation's over then. Dun, 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 dun. I got this job. environment. You know, yeah. sometimes you're like, oh, it could be more, but not at the cost of your peace, you know. And I think what's even bigger of a blessing is that there was another job that excuse me, we knew came with Kaiser insurance pay was not as great, but the perk was that it was Kaiser and the hope was to stay with Kaiser. And you know, when he didn't get that one, even after what, you know, he felt like was an awesome interview. It was kind of like, well, dang, cause you had a dream that you had got that job or just, a I job? had a dream that somebody called me and said I had a job. Oh, well that's exactly what happened. So and yeah, that's what happened. Come I woke on, up I- in the bed and then that's she literally called. what happened this morning. Yeah. And so when we didn't get that one, it was kind of like, oh, okay, well then, what was I dream about? And now what? Okay, back on the interview but grind. But you know what's crazy, babe? I forgot about that job. Really? Like, when, like, if if three, four days go by and I don't hear anything, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, I just let it go. Well, that's good. Even if they say, like, oh, wait a week, I'm just like, okay, that's on. I'm done, and I'm just moving to the next one. Well, that's So good. when she called, I was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, you forgot about the one that you got. I forgot about the one that I got, yeah. Oh, oh I didn't. I was, the, I was keeping track of all of them. Oh, okay, good for you then. Good for you then. <laughs> I, thought, you know, I thought we were hoping for that one if the other one didn't come through. I'm, I was just hoping for something well, praise God. that I didn't have to work $10 an hour for. And then even the pay was more than what was initially discussed, which yes. was an expected oh. blessing. Ah. I don't, we were like, it, we don't know if it's a they typo sent that or offer what, letter. That paper. Girl, I ain't never had an offer letter in my life. What you mean? What, what I you mean, I've had offer letters. It's, I think it's different when they be right, this is your salary for the week. This is offer. Oh. And they make it seem like it's so much because they know that, you know, you make it more than most. And it just it just oh. seems like, I pray to God that it really is just, you know, exactly what it was like, like in the interview. Just like what, the, yeah. how they explain it. That is, you know, it's a good job. And he gets to kind of make his own schedule, you know, like sort of do his own thing. He's not restricted because you've worked in a variety of settings. My Lord, my like God from residential Zion. residential homes, um, office settings. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes you feel like you want that office setting, and then you get in there, and you feel. I pray to God in. for my last job. I just want to be. I just want to be yeah. in the office and just be writing. And then I was working with addicts, and nothing against addicts, but it's hard working with addicts yes. that are still going through recovery, which is all of them, but yes. also working with them as an employee and people who are, you know, fall back, fall back on their recovery. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh my gosh, it's just like, it seems like this is just like That's chaotic. Stressful. It's too much stressful. I'm not scared of hard work, but yes. when it comes to messing with the mental, I'm, I'm all good. Yes. Uh, less lesson learned from that place. And Jesus. that was one thing that we promised going into this job hunt was that we weren't going to take just any job, right. with, you know, regardless of the pay at the expense of, mental health because that'll take you out y'all know stress is a killer literally, it is literally. it is had me so. in the hospital this last one let me not say that because then <laughs> you, you don't said, you said it already <laughs> all right miss miriam we'll be looking for the phone call all right but praise all right god that's the testimony so we just wanted to update y'all because you know of course there's that testimony about being in the middle but then on the other side you know because what Sometimes I feel like the middle only seems so long while you're in the middle. And then you get yeah. to the other side. And it really doesn't feel like it was that long. You know? Yeah. It might not feel I like wish I would have enjoyed it more, too. 
the rest period. Yeah, because I mean, but I think what working to find a job is mm -hmm. like, you know, working like to find it. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, now I'm just like, oh, I ain't gonna have no more days where I'm just, you know, if I want to chill. But we got our weekends. But we do have our weekends. Yeah. And we got our mornings. Look at God. Hallelujah. Ha 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 ha. People. Hence why y'all don't have this episode till tonight. Right. But it's still Tuesday. It's still Tuesday. So it's all good. All right. So we gonna jump in. But wait, because you remember you said last time we yes. didn't t- we, we talked about being in the middle but yes. what did you so but you did just say it what well, we learned in the middle is just about holding on you know yeah because god everything. knows best because we did not know this job we didn't know what insurance it came with so the fact that it was kaiser was a perk the fact that it was higher pay you know and that the schedule is a little bit more flexible but it's still salary you know yeah like that it's just perks all it's around. Great. So it was so, really no need to be disappointed. But, you know. We're still no, arguing. I think my main point, what I, what I really wanted you to say is just like, you know, keep going. And I guess that's what everybody can say. Keep going. So you keep applying. You keep showing up. You keep doing interviews in the middle of, you know, whether like you're in Los Angeles or New York and you're auditioning or whatever. You mm-hmm. keep auditioning. You keep showing up. You keep doing the work, you know, for what? Can you talk about the other one, too? What other one? Oh. And I got like a little part-time gig. Yeah, uh, this yeah. is the most exciting to me, y'all. You know, Brian's background is social work, but y'all know what he really loves to do. I want to be a worship, a worship yes, leader, a paid worship, a paid leader. worship leader. Yes. And I, I got a gig, a part-time gig for yes. the next, you know, month and some change. Um, yes. I'll be worship leading, you know, at a church. Covering for a friend yes, of ours. covering for a friend of ours, and it's just good. It's just good. So it's yes. just like you know, new money coming in. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm really appreciative, and, and I'm really humbled team, by it. Yeah, yeah, and they want my oh, choir God, director so skills, which I need to dust off these robes. Y'all didn't know Brian used to direct choirs when he was in college. College, college, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, y'all know he a church boy at heart, so this he just gonna be. I'm so excited. Like even before he got the other job, when he told me he got this one, I was like, yes. If you don't get nothing else, yes, because this is what you want, and this could lead to greater things. You really just never know. It's yeah, really just definitely out there and just growing as a worship leader worship pastor whatever it is i'm so excited so that that will start soon but yes that's great okay we gonna jump into this lord now? yes all okay. right so, so we are going to be talking about five things that our mothers taught us now i don't know how deep you're gonna get i don't know I'm how deep. deep okay i'm gonna get i don't i didn't know what we were really supp- it's not deep you gonna but cry? i don't know it's my mama you know me I and her we ride or die like you know mm-hmm. parkside daycare line up that's my earliest what? memory of her, Parkside Daycare. That's the daycare she used to drop me off to. Oh, And she okay. would pick me up from Parkside Daycare. I remember walking all the way back home with her from that. I don't know. It's always Aww. been me and my mom. Mine was a little career. Yeah. What? Little career. Little, 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 little career. Little but it was like L-I-L career, I think. A like little career. Leo. Right. Little career. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, okay. You want to go first then? No, I'm going to see Wait, how you I start. Wait, I do have a little something to chew on. Go ahead. I don't know if you have an answer yet. Go ahead. Okay, so I told Brian to think of the first time that he realized that his mom did not know everything or wasn't always right. Did you think of something? I couldn't think of anything. Really? My mom's always been right. Yeah, Never been wrong about mama. people who I should have got rid of. I said, <laughs> should I marry you? She said, absolutely. You'd be dumb if you don't. Right about that. Boom. Uh, write about getting a degree in social work rather than trying to get a musical 
agree. <laughs> I'm gonna just say that maybe that's when I knew she was wrong. When she didn't, <laughs> when she didn't let me live my dreams. You didn't let me live my dreams because I should be able to know. I always blame her for this. You let me quit playing the piano, and that's why I suck at it. And she's like, you blame me. You the one that stopped going. I would drop you off every time. You're talking about you don't want to go. I'm not going to make you do something you don't want to do. That's your fault. But okay, blame me, Brian. Blame me. So that's when I knew she didn't know everything how, because how she let me quit. Uh, 15? 15. 15. When you stopped piano lessons? When I when I started it, I think I was 15. When I stopped, I was 15 in six months. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can have I 15, 15 years under I my stopped belt. I too. Right. But you, you, you had some more time before that. <laughs> But whatever. Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. I thought you were going to ask how old were you when you started. And then it would have been funny. It would have made the joke like come all the way around. Right. But yeah, I'm the comedian on the show. Anyhow, oh when gosh. did you figure out that your mother was uh, okay. wrong? So when I was still an only child and my parents were like helping me with homework, you know, normally like my dad would cover the math stuff because math is his thing and like um, science is mama's thing. And there we were learning like about, what's it like? We call it integers or whatever, like negative. Fractions? Something to do with arithmetic and negative. I don't know if it was adding negatives integers. or multiplying. What are Again? Like on the timeline when you have oh, negative no, yes, three, negative yes, two, negative yes, one, yes, zero, one, two, back, three. Yeah. So there was one question. I wasn't certain of the answer. I asked him for help. My mom gave one answer and I was like, but based on what we learned today, I feel like it should be this. And then daddy came up and then he was like, oh no, it's this because X, Y, Z. And I was like, whoa <laughs> she got that wrong <laughs> and i got that right she don't know everything <laughs> you don't know integers <laughs> what else don't you know i was so surprised and like i couldn't say anything because what was i really gonna say like but i was just looking like did anybody else hear that like what just happened like it blew my mind at that age that like i asked a question she gave an answer and it was not the correct answer so that was the first time that i was like oh like she doesn't know everything, you mm -hmm. know, but people forget stuff or she probably hasn't seen this in a minute or whatever. So that was probably the first time. But jumping into the main topic, I have learned a lot from my mother and I feel like a lot of it is uh, surfacing as I get older, as I find myself uh, behaving or talking, you know, speaking Show or thinking like her, <laughs> understanding but yes, her a yes, little yes, better, yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. even if we don't always agree, understanding at least her um her thoughts behind certain actions or words, maybe. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I thought this would be a fun topic, but I'm going to let you go first. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, the first one that I have on my list, my mom taught me to wait, wait about sex. I oh, had the talk with my mom. My mom gave me the talk. Uh, we were in the car and we were driving down. We were coming home and she was just I don't know how we got on the conversation of it. Yeah, I don't I'm know like, if my brother may have gotten caught doing something. How I, old were you, if you don't mind? Um, Maybe 13. Oh, OK. 12, 13 or one of them. And I didn't get that it was a talk until after I grew up. But she just talked about um how you should wait to be intimate with people before trying to, you know, give yourself and make something happen so that when you do find that one person, you're not comparing and you just have a love that is just between you two that you two know each other. She said it so oh, like nicely. Good. And Did I was she just even like, say the word okay. sex? Um I don't remember I don't remember, but I knew what we were talking about because I was uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was so uncomfortable. Realize, so I, I felt like my talk. body swallowed my body. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, what's going on? Why are we talking about, you know, it's this? Oh, now, did good. I wait? No, mm -hmm. but I waited a very long time. Mm -hmm. and But I but it still rings in my head today. But I wish I would have waited longer. Because I think I waited until I was 22, 
21? When do you go to college? Sorry. When do you go to college? Um, most people like around 18, 19. Oh, 19. 19. 19. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, when okay. do you go to college? But that's really 19. good advice so that you don't have to compare people. Yeah. Or have, whether you're doing it or not. You right. Know, that's, that's good. I wonder, I only ask how old you were because I just wonder like, when do boys get that talk oh, know, okay. about sex and puberty and everything like that? Or did y'all talk about puberty? We didn't talk just, about puberty. I think I got that kind of talk from Joey and it wasn't even, yeah, yeah, my brother. It wasn't even like a real talk. It was like some boy talking about Oh, something's coming out of my penis or something like that oh, in, in the okay. bathroom, and I was just like, "He said that that happened." I'm like, "Is that what happened?" He's like, "Brian, that's that's not what happens. Like, you might like grow chest hair or get like a beard or something, okay. or whatever." But and nobody was, was nobody, was but nobody was talking about like wet dreams or something. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know why right, makes me so uncomfortable. Up. Yes, wrap that Bye. up. Bye. Okay, so <laughs> one thing I learned from my mother was how you say things is important. And this was in regards to like public speaking, for example, um, talking to management or corporate, you know, as you've seen. So like I know from a young age, I had to do like a lot of uh, public speaking things, whether it was at church or a part of like the Baptist uh, Fifth Sunday Convention or whatever it was called um, at school. And she would make me go over it again and again and again and again until there was consistency, inflection, mm. some kind of animation. She even bought a podium, I remember, from some, some like, used podium with a mic to practice giving speeches behind. And she was so hard. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I am good at speaking. Like, I think I've got it compared to everyone else. But... Fast forward, I saw how, you know, getting used to rehearsing and getting used to just kind of even just reading birthday cards and Mother's Day cards and stuff like that out loud, how it really benefited me, you know, because mm-hmm. um, at the time I'm like, she's being very extra for no reason. <laughs> like no one is worried about all this. Sometimes it wasn't even a competition. It was just a talent show or something at the church. But she was like, do it again. And she would she would just be like really like on us about all three of us. But how you say things is important because now and this is one thing that like I know you love about me is is I can get management together real quick. Real And quick. I don't have to In be nasty. Right. I don't have to be, you know, but I know how to make my points in a clear and precise manner, mm-hmm. you know, be, remain professional and, and still have enough behind it to let them know, like, I, I don't have to stop at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, there's a certain mm-hmm. result I'm looking for. <laughs> I know it's within your means. So what are you going to do to accommodate? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something not even just from her, um, hands on, but just ob- observation, you know, because Kiara will tell you and Sam will tell you, you know, mommy was quick to ask for a manager. And if that manager did not suffice to ask for another, is there another manager I can speak to? Because, and we would listen to her on the phone, arguing the bills down with GTE and AT&T and everyone else at the time. Like if there was any discrepancy and I'm like, okay, mama, like $36. Okay. You know, but it was the principle. It was the point. And I think that's something that now, I mean, especially in these past few weeks, I've had to really pull on. So that's one thing that she taught me. It's how you say things is important. You know, you don't just, just go any kind of way. Cause we've seen people, you know, who we know handle situations differently. And And because they didn't command respect, they didn't get results, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's one thing that I learned from her and, you know, but also to do it with kindness because I've gotten a lot further being, you know, kind than being like nice, nasty, which sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm tempted to do mm-hmm. um so just remaining you know maintaining that respectful ariana side. definitely has calmed me down from my, well i don't have a nice nasty when we first met what was it i don't know I, rawr, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you would just your body language would have this stance and I'm like that's that's not gonna it's gonna be a distraction from what you're trying to say mm. they're gonna think that you're more angry than you are displeased mm-hmm. you know yeah because mm-hmm. I learned certain words like absolutely ridiculous like this is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous or, or what was the other one just so certain things that imply this is unacceptable yeah, unacceptable that's, that's a big that one, one that she taught me miss elaine taught me just certain things that convey that this is it's just it's beyond reason and we should be reasonable in this situation you know like <laughs> so that's one thing i learned what's your second your my second, second one? one my mom taught me how my mom my mom taught me how to forgive oh uh, That's important. yeah, uh, my mom is a very kind person mm-hmm. and, um, I think that's where I get it from as in like, you know, just giving my time, my energy or whatever. You are very it, kind. And sometimes you can feel like you can like get used and people hurt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom used to have this saying like, you know, you're bought for that. Like people would do her wrong or, you know, people would borrow money and mm-hmm. didn't get it or whatever. And she's like, you're bought for that. She's you're, like, you're bought, you're bought for that. And I'll explain what that oh, means. Okay. It, it's like, she's saying like. Uh, take it, keep it. You can't get anything else from me, mm-hmm. but I still love you. You can still come to the house, do, you know, whatever. It's like normal, but you just won't get that from me. But she never just cast anybody out and like you're done and, 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 and you're trash or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, you're bought for that. But you know, everything else is like all good. Mm-hmm. And I think that gave me like the thought of like, okay, anybody who who does you wrong, you don't just have to like get rid of them. Cause you know, half what's half the side, mm, different people, and on every side of my family, mom and dad mm-hmm. have the throwaway spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're done. I'll never talk to you mm-hmm. again. So, yeah, she taught me how to forgive. Okay, and that, that's that was the beginning of it. Now, forgive and forgive quickly. Like, I could be upset with Brian. He's like, okay, can you forgive me quickly right now? <laughs> you just sound so cute when you say it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, done. It's done. That's good. You're bought for that. I'm going to have to remember that. Okay, mine, my second one is don't have do things. This is something that I feel like mommy was always uh, breathing down our necks when it came to chores, when it came to homework, when it came to uh, dressing appropriately, whatever it was, she would always say, you don't have to do things. And if she was really Did mad, she, really she would say, say something do? else. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. If she was really mad, she would say, she would say, you don't have butt stuff. She might say butt, she might not. Or she would say, what would she say? Something about... Slick, I don't know. It was like some country phrase slick, that you just you think, knew, but based think on connotation. Slick oil don't ride. No, the no, no. Cow. It was like don't, don't, like don't. You think slick butt stuff or slick? Uh, I forget exactly how it was, but I only knew what it meant meat because the tone. What's that one that you say? You think fat meat don't slick? You think fat? I don't know. Never. Fat mind. meat ain't greasy or something. Fat, like yeah, something I don't like know. That. She didn't say that. I've heard that, but she mm-hmm. didn't say that. But don't have to things, or she would say, if you're gonna do something, do it right. Which you probably heard her say a lot during the wedding when she mm-hmm. was trying to like get me to be on board with certain details, and I'm like, ah, oh, no one cares. It's not Girl, that you serious. wanted us to wash each other's feet at the wedding. Brian, you were okay <laughs> with that too. I said yes. To everything <laughs> you were okay with that too your mom said hell no <laughs> she did not she did not say that she gonna be like don't be lying to me in this she podcast. didn't say that but, <laughs> but the she, thought of it, it was did a no it was an absolute i don't no. think i've ever seen that look in my mother's eyes <laughs> i could feel that she wanted to come across the table and literally just take over my body like with her body <laughs> I've never seen her look at me that way. And I can tell she was practicing restraint. 
But no, she would say, like, if we were washing the dishes and we didn't clean the surfaces, she would be so sad. Don't have to do stuff. We're doing our homework, but we didn't finish, you know, or maybe we're writing a paper, but we didn't type it, double check it, make sure it's MLA format and make sure there's paragraphs in this space correctly. Don't just write the paper. Don't have to do stuff. So that's something that has been, you know, carried on now when I'm doing things. It's like I have that voice in the back of my mind that's reminding me, like, okay, if you're going to do something, just do it right so that yeah. you don't have to come back and do it again. Yeah. yeah. And save yourself the time. So that was one of the biggest lessons. Okay. Although it was so irritating I like at that the time. One. Number three. <clears throat> uh, my number three, my mom says, this is the quote she says, sometimes you just have to put on your big boy pants. Mm-hmm. And she says this when things are going not your way and um, you may not have control over a situation. She's like, Brian, sometimes you just got to put on your big boy pants. So like, uh, I remember when I first moved to uh, LA mm-hmm. and I was um, uh, running low on money because... You know, you get to L.A., you got your little $5,000 saved up thinking that's going to last you until you get your big break, boom, and then I'm on, and that didn't happen. And she was like, sometimes you got to put on your big boy pants, Brian. You got to do what you got to do. So if the job is at McDonald's or Chipotle, like, mm-hmm. whatever, you got to do what you got to do if you want to be, like, out there. And it's, like, a hard lesson or, like, a hard thing, but it helps you to, like, you know, sometimes you got to do some things that you don't want to do mm-hmm. to get to what you want. Yeah. And I think that's what kept me out in L.A. for a long, for a long time, like doing things that I didn't want to do mm-hmm. uh, uh, to have funds or to make a way to survive. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes you have on your big boy or in my case, your big, big girl, girl pants. Your big girl pants. <laughs> Number three for me. Um, this would be something that my mom would say a lot uh, to kind of follow up with something my dad would say. So, you know, daddy would say if something happens, oh, well, you know, it's all right. Accidents happen. And before it could even get all the way out, here it comes on. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Accidents can be prevented, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But accidents can be prevented. (laughs) So I'm like, where's the grace? But it was very true. And I think that kind of goes along with not half doing things is in the back of my mind, like, okay, accidents can be prevented. So, you know, in my mind, I feel like I'm always consciously trying to at least be one or two steps ahead to see, okay, what accident could potentially happen here and how can I prevent it? I know when, when at work, like with nursing, that's like a critical thinking skill. Mm-hmm. And just like in regular life, it's just like, you know, preventing any kind of crisis from occurring. So accidents can be prevented. She would say it so firmly that I'm like, okay, let me just make sure I'm crossing all my T's because if she comes in and sees that something's off, she's going to say some way, somehow you could have prevented this. So that's yeah. one lesson I took away. All right. Number four for me is my mom taught me how to be generous. My mom is a very giving person uh, to a multitude of people. Um, And though she gives so much, she's never lacking Mm -hmm. of things. Um, And I think that I really like that about her. And I think that's why I'm so giving and so generous because, and look, that's her texting me right now. Uh, She (laughs) she done gave us us something. Mm, No, no. (laughs) Let me stop. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, she is that type of person that a cash app you when she feel when she feels that your money's yeah. low, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, how do you even know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's just always like been generous from opening up her house when people needed like a place to stay, to um, opening up her house for people to like throw their parties or yeah. whatever because they don't have like a home like to do it or like they live in an apartment. I love 
or that. something. Um, she's always the one like if you come to our house, like you're gonna like you're gonna eat, you're gonna have a good conversation, we're gonna uh get you through like, you know, whatever situation. Mm-hmm. She's generous with her time, she's generous with her money, she's generous with feeding people, like yes, she's just she always just like generous with everything. So she taught me how to be generous. Yes, love it. And if y'all know Brian, y'all know he is a, a giver, okay? Blessed to be a blessing. That's all he wants to be. My, sorry, my mom just texted. She said, you better, you better not. Um, no, no, because my mom sent uh, uh, Ariana a gift today, but she didn't know if her cash app was still the same because, you know, o- older people, my mom, a little older. Oh. And she sent me money. She said, tell Ariana I want her to get her uh, feet done. Because she said, how are her feet looking? I said, I don't know. <laughs> you I don't know. know. But I didn't know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't be looking at her feet. And she said, like, okay, well, I want her to get her feet done. So Aww. I'm going to say, I'm going to send this a little bit. And I said, well, I'm going to get my feet done. Because it's a little, because oh. <laughs> it don't cost as much to get your feet done. So I ain't giving her all that. I'm going to get mine done. She want me to get the deluxe. She want everything. Get it right. But yeah, deluxe. that's just another Gel, thing of her being tips. so generous. Or just, you know, just little things. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Ma. Okay. Number four for me. Um, kind of along those same lines, but a little different. My mom taught me that self-care is important. And a lot of this I found more so through her demonstration. So like, you know, treating yourself, buying quality items. She would always fuss mm-hmm. at me for like trying to buy cheap stuff. Cause she's like, it's not going to last. You need to buy something that's going to last. You do even, you know, as an adult, she's like, you, you working now, you got a real job. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to afford, like, quality clothes. It's worth the money. Just spend the money. Stop acting broke. And then, you know, just take, like, she's someone who, like, she loves to take baths. You know, just enjoy her time and not, like, quick, okay, got to wash, get out. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, just enjoy. And so when I see her, I see that she's happiest when she's taking time for herself. Sometimes if we're all going out doing something, you know, we'll joke to say that she'll, like, kind of stay behind and do her own thing. But... I guess that works for her. You don't work a full week and you feel like I just need the house to myself. Y'all go ahead. It's like I'm learning that sometimes that yeah. works for me, too. So really just kind of self-care and, you know, having that quality about you, I feel like kind of makes you a better wife, makes you a better mother, makes you more pleasant to be around when you're around other people. Um and yeah, and then also not just staying in, but also going out sometimes by yourself. She likes to go and do her little shopping thing. If she can't find anyone to go with her, she's perfectly fine with it. And for the longest, I was kind of the opposite where I felt like, well, if no one's going to come, like it's not going to be any fun. So I just wouldn't go. And then a few times where I would go, I'm like, actually, that was kind of refreshing. You know, I didn't have to be on anyone else's schedule mm. or whatever else. So yeah, so self-care, taking baths, doing nice things for yourself, not always being in a rush, things like that. I feel like I learned really through her demonstration. And so when I make the time to do that for myself now i can feel the difference and you can see the difference probably i i completely yeah. agree with that yeah so last but not least number five number five my mom taught me how to let go hmm. uh my parents are divorced mm-hmm. i think they've been divorced for three years now yeah about three, three four years now. uh but my mom held on for a long time mm-hmm. like a long time my dad was incarcerated mm-hmm. Uh, before that he was going through like a lot of court stuff or whatever. And like, she stayed until she couldn't say anymore. I remember the first, that was the first time I had seen my mother cry mm-hmm. when like, uh, when I was younger, it's going to get a little dark, but whatever. It's my story. The house got raided mm-hmm. because of my dad. And like, it was just me and my sister home. And then like, after they raided the house, they flipped over everything. And then it was just me, my mom and Kayla. And my mom just like broke down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I've never seen her cry. I'm like, 
that's like the feeling of like you know the first time you knew that your mother was wrong mm-hmm. or whatever the first, i'm like whoa my mom cries but she's like wow. superwoman yeah. in your head in my head i'm just like she's like she just does her thing and make things happen and then like i seen like the uh she cried then and then it was like years that my dad was gone away faithful never met another man anything mm-hmm. and um then after still trying to like work on it and it still like you know just didn't work out because you know th- you know life happens my dad has his you know issues or whatever that he's still getting through and it was just at a point that she was just like you know i've tried every single thing uh, in the world, and I've taken every single hit that I can take. And at this point, it's it's not about looks of 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 looking to stay married just oh. because uh, it's not about um, me being afraid of you know I'm feeling like you know I failed you know in marriage or whatever. Like it's time for me to let go for the betterment like of myself. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. It's a lot to go through all of that to go through raids to go through you know substance abuse mm-hmm. you know on your partner's uh behalf and no let me say that right Subs- how you say that uh to, to be married to someone with, with a someone sub- else right with someone else's right issue. not my mm-hmm. mom um and uh to be taking care of four kids mm-hmm. well three at that time and then two she was just like okay i gotta let go but it was just like so it wasn't like a messy thing. It was just like so peaceful. Like I'm done. Like I don't need anything. I'll go down there myself. I'll pay the whole fee. I don't want half of anything. Nothing. I. And then like to see my mom now. It's like three years later. Homegirl on a cruise every other week. Home always on vac. Always on vacation. Yep. She bought her life. new house. Like she. Yeah, so wow. it's just like whoa. But it took a lot. You know like. To let go. And it, even like right now, like even though my parents have been divorced for a minute, like it's still like a, it's still like a lot. Cause it's still like your parents. I know mm-hmm. that's not about what mom talked, but it still is just like a, like a heavy feeling of just like, wow, my parents, you know, we're together all my life. You know, me growing up, I was one of the black kids. Cause we did grow up. We didn't grow up in the hood hood, but we started in the projects, kept moving. But I wasn't one of the black boys who was like, I didn't know my father. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about, I don't know my dad. I'm like, I don't know my dad. My parents together. Now my parents married, but then it's just like, oh, wow, I'm a child of divorce too. Hmm. Well, yeah, she taught me how to let go. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when you first, like, well, when we first got together and the divorce was getting finalized and then you were, like, struggling with it. But anytime I met your mom, granted, this was, like, I only knew her from that point forward. I'm like, she seems happy. She seems free. She seems, you know, and I didn't know, I didn't have anything to compare that to. But when you put it that way, like, that makes sense because if all you've known is your parents being together, even amidst, you know, dysfunction and, you know, good and bad moments or highs and lows, that would be, like, a world-shaking thing you know mm-hmm. to, to no longer just curious it's kind of off topic did that at all shape or reshape your views about like marriage or love or in terms of like, I think you thinking about marriage mm-hmm. I think the reason that it did not for the like it made me think about it for the most part but I mm-hmm. think the reason that it did not is because on tv they say that you see so many scenes like oh my parents are got divorced so I don't know if, if I can ever make it I'm just like my mindset's a little different than my dad mm-hmm. um we're we're the same in many ways, but a lot of things he taught me, and he'll say it for himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- how he taught me was what not to do, because mm-hmm. what I saw him do and how it landed him wherever, mm-hmm. I just did the opposite of what not to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, you so you so smart and sexy. Okay, okay. Ariana, you're number, number five. Number five for me. My mama taught me to handle your business. I feel like it needs to have like like handle your. business because I feel like that's how she says it um 
And this wasn't anything. So, like, when we were younger, not as long as I can remember, but probably starting around maybe fifth grade or Samuel was like a baby. Kiera would have been, well, we're all five years apart, but I feel like it was around fifth grade. My parents introduced chores, Saturday chores to us. And the rule was that, you know, you could not go and do anything else until you had completed your Saturday chores. So they like lined us up. They made this announcement. Y'all gonna start having these Saturday chores. And here's what each person is going to do. And me, like mine was like to clean the bathrooms. Kiara was like to dust and vacuum. And I think Samuel was too young. Kiara, my sister, fell out on the floor, rolled around, acted crazy, like she was so distraught and upset that I don't even think there was room enough left for my reaction. I was just like, okay, I'm going to just clean the bathrooms and that's it. Mm-hmm. But I think what they were really trying to instill was like, before you go and try to have fun, or whatever, handle your business, make sure your house is taken care of, you know? And then that would carry over into other things about, you know, before you just go spending money on X, Y, Z, make sure you're handling your business. Right. So don't, not that they ever said, don't call from you know college asking for money if you'd ran out, but like, why why are we in this situation what is it that you're spending it on you know like if we have linked accounts they can see and they're not gonna like shut anything down or say like oh you're being irresponsible but they'll start asking questions like well we see you've been going out a lot you know i know it's a lot of birthdays coming up but y'all don't y'all don't do potlucks game nights like everyone has to go to a restaurant so handle your business for me was interpreted to me like before you play hard, you know, make sure that your work is taken care of because it'll just save you a lot of suffering on the back end when you look around and find that you're short something, whether it's time or money or whatever else. Um, So, yeah, and also just prioritizing, like, obligations. Like, if you told someone you were going to be there or do something, make sure you take care of that first before you go and start making other plans and try to cancel or be late or whatever. Just handle your business, which kind of goes along with, you know, doing something right the first time. So Mm -hmm. that was my final lesson. I think the title should be Mama, You Know I Love You. Because that's what I want to say now then. Mama, you know I love you. Because a lot of my lessons were hard, like, harsh. you know I love you. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right, so high, low for the week. Oh, yeah. Low, low, high. Low, high for the week. Low, high, low, low high. Low, high. Okay, so start with low. You want me to go low. first? Low. Yeah, you go first. Okay, okay. Um, The low, although it was a temporary one, I would say, well, I kind of have two. One's about me, one's about you. When you didn't get the job initially that you thought you were going to get, that was kind of low because I really thought that you had it. Yeah. And although I didn't care too much, I think I was like, dang, like, how can I encourage him? in this space and mm-hmm. now we're like back on the interview ground. I knew you were tired of interviewing and everything. So I think I kind of felt sort of at a loss for how to, you know, pep talk you with something that you hadn't already heard. Um, and then on my end, I think the low was I was having, so this is my first real week of work, like not orientation, like actually on the unit. And I think I was just having so many thoughts about my co-workers being against me like I was coming up with all these clapbacks and comebacks in my mind just prepared for somebody and I've never had an issue at a new place where I was like not liked or not well received so I don't know where it came from I was having bad dreams and everything so that was kind of a low because it was stressing me out a little bit and I really had to like pray and declare that it was going to be a great experience at this job and so far it has been all right yeah I think my low was not getting the job as well I think my low was just this dry season of <laughs> not being able to get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what it feels like. Just in my body, like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah. And your high? My high. Getting hired. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Won't he do it? 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 You're talking about the... You're talking about the... All of them. All of them. Okay, because my high... My high, although that one was really exciting for me and the Kaiser and all that. My high was you having the opportunity to like have this like worship leader residency, for lack of better words. I'm going to just call it residency because that's what best describes it to me. I was so excited when you told me that. And we were getting his grill finally that same night. It just felt like, oh, Brian's getting everything his heart desires. Um, And that made me really happy because I know that, you know, beyond wanting to work and get compensated fairly, you know, what you're worth based on your degree and your years of experience in social work, that ultimately, even regardless of the pay, you, you want to lead worship teams and build them and you're so good at building them and so to know that the opportunity came and it came through like connections which i feel like is kind of how things get around you know in in this field i feel like oh gosh like it just felt like doors opening and i just i feel like it's going to lead to more and it made me so excited because it just came out of the blue totally unexpected it wasn't something you had applied for or anything like that and shout out you know to brit for putting a good word and letting you know about it mm-hmm. but i that made me so excited and and that you were able to receive it and not feel like you weren't the right fit for it because i yeah. know that you are Yes. Thank you, babe. So. Dang, bad. knock the, mic, knock the mic over. The mic. So that was that was my high. and Oh, and work is going well. I'm glad to be back in labor and delivery and be working these, you know, this beautiful schedule. So that's a high all around. Yeah. Yes. I don't, people are going to be thinking, her high, what am I going to do with him? Yes, yes, it does. Because we're <laughs> one and I love him. Okay. Yeah, so that's my high. Well, that concludes this episode of Stoked to Be the Stokes. With your host, Brian Lamar Stokes, and his co-host, Ariana Stokes. Wait, I've, I missed it anyhow. Uh, anyhow, guys, if you're listening and you're not follow us, following us on uh, social media, follow us everywhere on at Stoked to Be the Stokes. Exactly how it sounds. Stoked to Be the Stokes. And if you want to follow my beautiful wife, it's at Ariana Nicole Stokes. And if you want to follow me, it's at Brian Lamar Stokes. Well, that concludes this episode of Soak to Be the Soaps with Brian Lamar Stokes and Ariana Stokes. And remember with love, faith, honesty, and respect, we'll, we'll get, get through, through anything. anything. See you next Tuesday, guys. Bye, y'all. Love you.